0: Welcome to The Habisha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. I'm your host, Matt, and I want to thank you for joining me here on this episode, episode 26, where we'll be talking about open enrollment an our HSA review in 2018. So, you'll have to excuse me on this episode if my uh, voice sounds a little weird or whatever. Uh, just coming over a cold. So, you know, I'm going to do my best to get through this episode and I think we'll be okay. Uh, you guys just have to bear with me on this episode. Before we get started, you know, there's been some changes in some of the uh, contribution limits that our wonderful government, Treasury Department, has announced about for 2019 and so i'm just going to highlight some of the main contribution changes the limit changes that most of us are going to really be affected by and the first one being the ira the individual retirement account the amount that you can contribute to an ira is being bumped up from fifty five hundred dollars to six thousand dollars for 2019 and then also the 401k is being bumped up from $18,500 in 2018 to $19,000 in 2019. And if you're age 50 or older, your catch-up contributions are actually going to stay the same and uh, they're not going to change for your workplace plans, your IRAs, and that's going to be a uh, $1,000. And so besides that, as we get ready to start this episode, I want to tell you guys about this free Sprint service that I recently posted about. And, uh, basically as of November 3rd, I'm not sure if they're still offering, I'm pretty sure they are, uh, sprint is actually offering free service for a year. You know, there's a bunch of different, uh, stipulations and different requirements that you have to meet in order to qualify. But basically if you have one of these older phones, you know, iPhone six, iPhone seven, uh, certain galaxies or certain, uh, Google phones, you can, you, you may be qualified uh, to bring your own device to the sprint family and have service for free for a year it's totally legit i've actually completed the process and now i am actually on the sprint network and i can tell you honestly truthfully this has been such a huge deal and you know for someone who's paying like 35 dollars a month or 40 dollars a month it may not seem like a lot but uh for my family plan of six of us, this is such a big, big steal for us. And so if you go to my affiliate link, brotherfi.com slash sprint free, you can go check and see if you're eligible. And so with that, let's go ahead and get started. And so right now many of us are in what's considered open enrollment for healthcare. And I like many of my peers have been reluctant in the past to embrace the health savings account, the HSA. For most of my working career, I've pretty much had the Uh, HRA, the health reimbursement option. And I suppose the information on HSAs out there just hasn't always been well publicized or the education hasn't really been as good as it is today. Uh, But then again, you know, I could have just been ignorant of the amazing benefits of having an HSA, which might be that too, a little bit of both. However, in 2017, uh we actually decided that we would finally make the plunge and I'm personally glad that we did that we went ahead and signed up for the HSA and for so many reasons that I'm going to touch on here today uh but what was most attractive about the HSA was the ability to save and invest money that would otherwise you know be sitting in a separate savings account that you know might be earning 1 to 2%. You see In our HSA, we have the option to invest the money saved in mutual funds. And guess what's an investment option in our HSA? Yep. VTSAX, Vanguard's total stock market fund. That's pretty cool. We have yet to invest in any mutual fund in our HSA because we haven't met the threshold for investing. You have to have a minimum in your HSA before the, you know, health company, the bank, uh, can allow you to start investing and This was due to many hospital visits that we've had between the whole family with a toddler and a pregnant wife and so many other things. We haven't been able to use that money in the HSA to invest in. But hopefully, you know, moving forward, we can definitely do that. We'll try to do that in 2019. So a quick background regarding the HSA from your U.S. Treasury Department. And this is in quotes in the article. uh, Health savings accounts, HSAs, were created in 2003 so that individuals covered by high deductible health plans could receive tax-preferred treatment of money saved for medical expenses. Generally, an adult who is covered by a high deductible health plan and has no other first-dollar coverage may establish an HSA. So, essentially, you're eligible to have an HSA when you sign up for a high deductible health plan. For a health plan that has a high deductible. You can usually find out from the provider like United Healthcare or your human resources department at work if your health plan that you're considering is HSA qualified. So you have your high deductible health plan. And then on top of that, you're able to add the HSA, the health savings account. It's just like any other uh, savings account, but the health savings account, but the health savings account requires you to have a high deductible health plan. That's basically the stipulation. In order to have an hsa you got to have that high deductible health plan so why hsa simply put an hsa is an ira individual retirement account on beast mode and let me give you some quick examples on why having an hsa is awesome the money you put in an hsa has a triple tax advantage if you invest your money in one of those mutual funds that are available in an hsa the money goes in tax-free grows tax-free and can be withdrawn for qualified medical expenses tax-free. And a lot of this information I kind of went over in episode 12 of the Brother FI podcast. So uh, just make sure that you go back to that. That's a really detailed episode about the HSA that that I recommend you go listen to. This is going to kind of be an overview and our experience with having an HSA. So Uh, I I talked about some of the contribution limits that increased on various savings accounts earlier on this episode. For 2019, family contribution limits with an HSA is going from $6,900 to $7,000. And then for the individual, it's going from $3,450 to $3,500. Those 55 and older have that catch-up contribution limit of $1,000 to add. These limits and all this information is available At the irs.gov website, just go and search or just put in Google uh, HSA contribution limits 2019 and you'll see all this information. One thing that I really, really liked being able to do though with an HSA is not having to pay for medical expenses right away. Uh, You can save those medical expense receipts and the money that you invest through the HSA can grow. And if needed, you can reimburse yourself for those medical expenses anytime in the future. Just make sure that you maintain and keep good records of your medical expenses. As I mentioned before, you can invest your HSA money in index funds or whatever mutual funds, hopefully low cost, that may be available and let that money grow tax-free and the reason why you would want to go ahead and let the money sit in the HSA, if you can afford to pay for the medical expense, you know, out of pocket is because the money can grow, right? And let's say you had your HSA funds grow and it earned $5,000, 10000 12000 Well, in the future, you have all the receipts from the medical expenses that you had months ago or years ago. You can go ahead and pull the money out with The copy of those receipts from those medical expenses, and you don't have to pay any taxes on that money. That's the best part. That's one of the best parts of having an HSA, that the money can grow. And in the future, it's basically uh, a tax-free bank that you can pull money from because you've already paid for the expenses with your tax dollars. A lot of times with these tax advantage accounts, like a traditional IRA or a 401k or a 403b, you avoid paying the taxes today, right? But you eventually pay the taxes later on uh, when you hit 59 and a half. Well, for the HSA, you can avoid paying the taxes on the money that you withdraw because you have the receipts for the medical expenses that you've already paid. So all the growth of the money that you've invested in an HSA is basically tax-free growth. And that's unheard of. That's a really great perk to having an HSA. And it doesn't matter if you can invest up to the max limit or just put away like 50 bucks or 100 bucks a month in the HSA. Um, Let it grow, let it build, let it compound over time. Um, And if you can, as long as you can afford to pay for your medical expenses out of pocket, in the event you have a medical expense, please, by all means, use your resources, including the HSA. That's what it's there for. Um, to pay for those medical expenses. But uh, if you can afford to, try not to use those HSA funds and let the money invest and let the money grow over time because it is such a great and powerful uh, retirement bucket that doesn't really get a lot of attention right now. And so you say a retirement bucket, what are you talking about? So after the age of 65, your HSA funds can be withdrawn for anything similar, just like a traditional IRA or a 401k, like I mentioned to you guys before. Um, you would have to pay your income tax on the withdrawals. However, if you try to use the funds in an HSA for non-qualified expenses before age 65, guess what? You're going to pay income tax and you're going to pay a 20% penalty. That's a lot of money. There are serious penalties for pulling money out of the HSA that do not qualify as a medical uh, expense. And you can confirm that with your healthcare provider Uh, just to make sure that whatever you're paying for is a qualified medical expense. You definitely want to do that. So if you're employed by a company, a lot of times the company provides you funds to put in your HSA. For example, a company can offer HSA dollars if you get a physical or, you know, watch a health video. That's free money for you and your family to fund your HSA without having to use your own personal funds. This has become a very great benefit for us. And so for 2018, we basically met the majority of our deductible through company contributed money into our HSA because of those rewards. So HSAs are a great way to fund future medical expenses. Another thing, HSAs are a great way to fund future medical expenses like long-term care insurance premiums and even future health insurance premiums. Uh, You definitely have an amazing opportunity to do something about you know your health today and so you don't have to worry so much later in life it's just it's just another lever to pull another bucket to fill on your way to financial independence now there are reasons to not have an HSA not a lot of reasons but there are reasons and one of the reasons could be that having a high deductible may discourage people from looking at an HSA since you're responsible for 100% of the expenses until you meet your deductible Um, This can be seen as an issue. Still, if a company offers funding into your HSA, then you might be able to meet close to the deductible with that like we did. If you're young, typically you should be in good health. You don't have huge medical expenses, meaning you get to save more in your HSA over time. This is a huge advantage for young people looking to save for the future and a way to hedge against expensive medical costs for your future as well. So what I've learned and the recommendations that uh, I have for my family have for us is that when, as we deal with a high deductible plan, it's to have, you know, at least a three month emergency fund that has that deductible and out of pocket max built in. For example, let's say your deductible is $3,000 for the family. Then out of pocket max is $5,000. Ideally, you will want to build up an emergency fund of $8,000 to cover the deductible and all the medical bills you would be paying 20% of after meeting the deductible. And if this isn't clear, go ahead and email me or leave a comment and I'll be sure to do my best to help answer. Or you can always reach out to your human resources department or your healthcare provider, which I highly, highly recommend. And so you're hearing this example and you're probably like, wait, Matt, I can't save this amount of money. Well, no worries. HSAs may not be the plan for you right now, and that's perfectly fine. Follow the tips in my financial independence checklist, which is available when you subscribe to the email list and work towards being in a position where the HSA makes sense. For the right person, the right family, HSAs are a great way to save for healthcare expenses today, tomorrow, and in the future. Not to mention the retirement aspect of HSAs are a major plus too. Definitely check with your human resources department at work, a tax professional, and even a health professional to understand more of the benefits of an HSA. And maybe HSAs aren't for you, but you know. then again, when you study the benefits of HSAs the way I have, I think you'll change your mind and you'll move over to having an HSA. There's so many opportunities and so many benefits, especially with uh, so many problems with retirement and healthcare that we have to work with here in America that, there are so many benefits and opportunities with an HSA that I don't want you to miss out. And so that will do it for today on this episode. Thank you so much like for putting up with my voice, putting up with this uh, clogged up nose that I have. I, like, I tried to do my best to hold it down. Um, obviously, you're listening to the edited version of this episode. There were so many times I was coughing and had to you know, like, edit all of that stuff out. But I really hope you enjoyed this. If there's anything that i want you to take away from this episode is that i want you to take open enrollment seriously talk to your advisors uh, chat below talk to people at your workplaces or whoever it is that you have health care through ask them about your options ask them about what you have and the opportunities that you know come with your health plans like i don't want you to just go into these things blind anymore because that's not what we're doing that's not how we're living anymore uh once you join the bfi family You are here to get your financial life straight. You're here to get everything in order so that you can get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference and realize that achieving financial independence is for you. You can do this. You got this. Have a great and purposeful week.